0: Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Braswell and Tim McDonald. Massive show tonight. Mel, Tracina and Titus O'Reilly are back.
1: And in the week, Australia and New Zealand made the semi finals of the T20 World Cup. Kiwi cricket commentator Laura McGoldrick joins yeah. us.
0: Exactly. Well, the big story, Mel the COP26 climate summit continues, and it looks like we finally reached an agreement on climate change. You can shove your climate crisis up your ass. That is
2: <laughs>
1: nice.
0: That is
1: nice. <laughs> Alan was fired up this week attacking COP26 and Greta Thunberg.
0: So now we have seen her for what she is. You see, when you're intellectually, enlist- lingu- intellectually and linguistically incapable... He's vowed to finish that sentence by 2030, so well done, Alan. You
1: can, sub- you can shove your sentences up your ass. is what I was trying to say. When
0: you're linguistically uh, challenged, it is tough, Mel. Look, one of the side stories from COP26 was Malcolm Turnbull turning up calling Scott Morrison a liar over the botched subs deal... And as usual, Nine's Alison Langdon provided thoughtful, insightful analysis.
3: Tell you what Scott Morrison has done. He has sacrificed Australian honour, Australian security and Australian sovereignty.
1: Wow. Wow. (laughs) Meanwhile, the French newsreader went, sacre bleu. Wow.
0: (laughs) Of course, Malcolm Turnbull was at COP26 this week.
1: And it doesn't let a global climate crisis get in the way of a good plug.
0: Malcolm Turnbull sided with French President Emmanuel Macron
3: in calling Mr Morrison a liar. Oh, he's lied to me on many occasions. I mean, there's
0: quite a few examples in my book, but he's... Oh, wow. (laughs) The Sour Grapes of Roth is out now. It's a real riches-to-riches riches story. It's a wonderful... Of course, Prince Charles was there spending time with actor Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo was there researching his new role. He's playing Prince Andrew in Catch Me If You Can Too. Um, I believe. Either that or it's a prequel to The Revenant where he sleeps inside a corgi. I'm not quite sure, but we will find out. What?
1: You just just didn't do this in rehearsal, so it's actually... This isn't
0: rehearsal? (laughs) Look, for US President Joe Biden, COP26, Mel, was all about emissions. President Biden has
3: unveiled a new plan that would reduce methane emissions. President Biden targeted methane emissions.
0: Joe Biden apparently broke wind in front of Camilla Parker (laughs) (laughs) Bowles.
1: Well, he did just shove the climate crisis up his <laughs> ass. so...
0: That's got double episode of The Crown written all over it, doesn't it? We're <laughs> heading back home now, and let's head to Queensland for a health update.
4: What is actually they happening? Is there anyone who passes up away, up again, does get a coronary investigation? taking over. Okay, go. They're opening the border, darling, and they're spreading it. <laughs> oh, aren't you
0: a nice lady? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was Jeanette Young's last day.
1: She went out with a bang. Good on her. I love that her hat formed its own border. It was beautiful. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Queensland's most recent COVID panic was sparked by... The Gold
5: Coast border-dodging COVID Uber driver.
1: (laughs) Real triple threat.
5: Actually, this Sunday
0: on 7, it's Gold Coast border-dodging COVID Uber drivers make you laugh out loud. So (laughs) do
2: not miss that.
1: The man has since apologised. The Today Show covered the story. And I tell you what, nothing gets past Richard Wilkins. Nine's Del Sandro joins us from a pop-up vax clinic in Brisbane. Good morning to you, Reese. So what did he have to say?
2: Ooh.
0: is that just
3: me, or have we lost Greece?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just you. Uh.
0: Well, the Uber driver spoke to Nine News Gold Coast, where he laughed off claims he's an anti-vaxxer. You were painted as a bit of an anti-vaxxer, are you? <laughs> um, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Clear things
1: up. He, he's also answer hesitant. <laughs> One person who isn't getting the jab is Adelaide AFLW player Denny Van
4: Hagen.
0: Her choice to refuse vaccination had also pushed her onto the inactive playing list.
4: We're all just here for freedom of choice, basically. We, we all deserve the right to decide what we put into our
1: bodies. <laughs> A pizza by the looks of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she should try the new Pfizer stuffed crust. She would love that. Well, on the Gold Coast, Mel, there's only one message more important than
5: vaccination. 79.1% of Australians are fully vaccinated.
4: Live your life without a knife. Without a knife.
1: <laughs>
5: Introducing soup. LAUGHTER
1: uh, with vaccine rates rising, locations keep opening up. You know it's been a while when young kids are sounding more like wistful boomers.
4: Lena Park is the latest attraction to welcome back crowds. Two years. I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> a long
2: time? Wait
0: till he finds out you've got to be that tall to ride. <laughs>
2: it's
0: going to be even longer. Look, Mel, young kids have been having a tough time in this pandemic. It's been pretty tough. Um...
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: agrees
1: was the lunar park kid at the start of the pandemic. Oh, really? uh, we're hearing more and more stories from return travellers and sarcastic journalists. To see all the borders opening up again and you know we're finally getting back to some normality and traveling again.
3: It's been a long time since we've been locked down and all and now it's a uh, very pleasure to be around Australia and explore things.
1: Yeah, great stories. Great, wow. stories. <laughs> great stories. Great stories. Still, families are just excited to be together. Really excited. It's the
4: first time I'm meeting Finley. So he has no idea who I am. He knows me from a little phone in a little box. So, but. And of course, I miss
1: his sister as well. <laughs> yeah, great stories. <laughs> <laughs> considering opening up, though not as much as the guy in the background of this cross. Our Health Minister has said she's very happy for Queensland to open to other states and the rest of the world when we reach that 80% rate. However, she says when that happens is up to Queensland.
4: right, thank you very much, Jordan Bissell reporting there.
0: That was the bridge to Brisbane to Bucket. It's an amazing (laughs) fun run. Incredible. Mind you, not everywhere is opening up.
4: And in breaking news, South
1: Australia is slamming its border shut to unvaccinated travellers. And
0: and trolleys (laughs) of it.
1: We had to put the border on the entrance to a Woolies. (laughs) Back to the big story of the week and after 18 long days of hoping, finally, the words we wanted to hear.
2: This is it. The Block Ram finale. Sorry, that's not (laughs) the right.
0: Apparently the cheating scandal has four more weeks to go. (laughs) It's
1: amazing. (laughs) Of course, we're talking about the best news all year, the rescue of young Cleo Smith, who is alive and well.
0: Thanks to the dedication of an incredible team. The forensic team. A
5: specialist police team.
0: The team that have worked tirelessly.
1: The Nine News team's been there since um, October 16. (laughs) (laughs) Operation
0: Stefanovic's been an enormous success. Well done to the Nine News team.
1: WA Premier Mark McGowan paid Cleo a visit and not sure he's helping.
0: Very nice. We did a few high fives. Um,
3: I unfortunately trod on her new... Barbie shoes and broke one of them.
0: Uh, so I wore a pair of shoes.
1: What is he doing? <laughs> She's been through enough. Jesus. <laughs>
0: he was playing with border control Barbie. He loves that set.
1: <laughs> the Today Show spoke to a criminologist who raised more questions than answers.
0: Could to talk to you this morning. I, I just, I never want to go to your place. I don't know what's behind you there. But it's incredibly <laughs> intimidating.
2: So I
4: do want that, to go is to that your Jimmy Fallon on the right. <laughs> Ted Bundy and the Zodiac Killer. That's that. That's my other job.
0: <laughs> other, What's job? Your other job.
4: Other <laughs> job. We'll
0: stick around. There's still plenty more coming up after the break. Vladimir Putin, who would have thought it was right? Far for the break,
5: Swan Lake for seniors. Self-scrambling eggs.
4: Where do box jellyfish go in winter? Do you have what it takes to be a firefighter?
5: It's World Tsunami Awareness Day. Plus, how well do you know your dog? The
4: husband who swapped his wife's cat six years ago, and she still has no idea. <laughs>
5: See.
0: And there's some touchy news from Studio 10.
5: My partner I caught them masturbating. Does that mean they don't love me? No. Join in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we just... It was just a, a live shot. We were just tuning in to what they were talking about right now. It's crazy.
0: I'd be more embarrassed if my partner caught me watching Studio 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to be honest, we will follow that. We, we will follow that story. Well, now,
1: Moving on, (laughs) it was, of
0: course, the Spring Carnival this week. It wrapped up in Melbourne. There were races in Sydney.
1: And over in the Northern Territory... Champers. Cheers.
0: And Crocodile Races. (laughs) Crocodile Races. They're
1: running away from Bob Ketter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They'd be great intruders on the doghouse,
1: (laughs) I think. That'd be fun. What
0: a twist. Anyway, Crocodile Racing, it's big in the Northern Territory, and I'm a big fan of the names. The Crocs' names (laughs) as unique as the competition (laughs) itself.
1: Who was your Croc? Uh, my little crocky was good. I thought get your crock out probably would have done very well as well. <laughs> and if your partner gets his crock out, join in. I <laughs> <laughs> personally love the outfits.
4: Found a dress, matched a fascinator. That's it's Darwin. There's not a lot of expectation. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tourism slogan. So
0: tragically, there. she was taken by Croc Seven Race Eight. <laughs> uh, it was a sad story.
1: Uh, the big racing news this week was at the spring carnival with beautiful flowers.
0: Trooster palm, which is a, a lovely scented rose, so yeah. I hope they do. Palm, what colour is what colour's that one? It's a, like, a, in between, it's like a burgundy, it's in pinky purple. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lovely colour. Well, I'm colour
1: blind. <laughs> <laughs> to New South Wales, where this report on trains was presented by Dr. Seuss.
0: The problem is cracking in the train's metal frames. Not dangerous, it's claimed. <laughs> The the next story was about a girl from Nantucket. Oh, wow. Um <laughs> so a warning.
1: Well look, it's now time what? to head across the ditch. Yay! Yay!
0: I never thought I'd say this. Can we go back to Studio 10? <laughs> Can we go back to Studio 10?
1: Look, we start on the AM show, who bring the biggest stories.
0: Why would you go anywhere
3: else? It's the AM show. Time to talk tomatoes. <laughs> Why, Why would, would you go, go anywhere, anywhere else?
1: Uh, host Ryan Bridge seemed ecstatic to have an expert.
3: Expert Kate Hillier is with us. Good morning, Kate.
4: Good morning.
3: Um,
0: how do you grow a good tomato? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this week it's tomatoes, last week it was the big potato.
1: Well, there are bigger issues. Would you be happy eating this
5: cheese if it was a month past its best before date? No. Would you?
1: I do like cheese. <laughs> 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 Top leading story. And would
0: you be happy doing this segment if it was a month past its best before date?
1: It, it is. <laughs> uh, I don't care, I love it. New Zealand remains. Why would you go anywhere else? <laughs> New Zealand remains in lockdown and they're handling it
4: well. Everyone outside of Auckland and Waikato is going, you know, has it really been 76 days? Yes, it has!
2: <laughs>
0: I, I recognise that look. Remember when your champagne wasn't cold enough?
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't!
0: <laughs> well, Mel, I can't believe it. You've buried the lead. The big story across the ditch this week is this. The bus trip from Palmerston North to New Plymouth. is four hours, so usually he chills. Yeah, most of the time I sleep. Except for last time when he sensed a distant rumbling. It wasn't the bus noise, it was internal, deep in his stomach. 14-year-old Jordan Locke was on the clock. I was busting. That's Jordan, and he's busting. Uh, Probably didn't need the full 90-minute special. uh, 14-year-old Jordan, he was on the bus, he needed to go, so he did what he could. The bus stopped in Harwater. Jordan did not dilly, or deli. Well, I was in there about two, three minutes.
1: Jordan says the toilet was going well.
5: And then I just hear the bus. I was like, oh, no way it's the bus.
0: (laughs) It was the bus. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, it was the bus. The bus sped off, leaving Jordan abandoned. Kind of like how Mel and I feel right now doing this this segment. But Jordan had to pick up the phone to his mum to get her to come and pick him up. And Kiwi TV recreated that beautiful phone call. Hello. Oh,
1: we're lifting Holder.
4: Oh, you're kidding me, Jordan. (laughs) Why? Taking a dump. (laughs) Taking a dump.
0: We're going to do a new segment next week called Taking a Dump. It's
1: good to see my cousin. Um, And that was. about people applauding it being over.
0: <laughs> Look, staying overseas, and this week, Donald Trump gave an endorsement for newly elected Virginia Governor Glenn Youngking this week. I feel like he's left the bar a little low here. I
2: endorse him strongly. He's a good man. He wants mm-hmm. to do the right job. He's a sane person.
0: <laughs> well, he's overqualified. <laughs>
1: Look, the vaccination rates are rising overseas, thanks to young people getting the jab.
0: So we are back here at Connecticut Children's now, and our friend Caitlin, who is 10 years old, is getting ready to go with her vaccine. Are you ready? Okay, here it is.
3: And it's no sweat, right? Thumbs up.
1: All right,
4: Wit. Thank you so much, brave young man. There.
0: What's <laughs> up, <laughs> <laughs> so man. Well, from a brave young man to a brave old man, Alan Jones is leaving Sky News this week and the tributes have flooded in.
4: One of my best mates. He's a brilliant
2: broadcaster.
0: Wonderful intellect. (laughs) Superb human being. Wonderful intellect. And as he left, he was pelted with kiwi tomatoes. It was a lovely touch. Look, his fellow co-hosts were upset. He was a master.
3: And Alan Jones was still at the very top of his trade when Nine Radio gave in to an activist campaign...
2: Against their advertisers, and they forced them out. But Alan had a home here until tonight. <laughs>
0: until tonight.
1: You can shove your tributes up your ass. <laughs> On his final show, he made sure to talk about the big issues. We're going to talk poetry tonight. He did get to talking about poetry but he wouldn't let his guest finish the poem. If you can meet with triumph and disaster, and disaster and treat those treat two these two imposters just, <laughs> just, just the same. same. And, and you know if something you can feel if you can fill the unforgiving minute the with 60 minutes? seconds worth. Uh, You're a man, um, my friend. You'll be a man, my son. That's
2: right.
0: Beautiful words. Beautiful words. And Alan didn't waste time on his last episode. So in the world of tennis today is the great Roy Emerson's birthday. Mo won 12 Grand Slam singles titles and 16 Grand Slam doubles titles. What an athlete. Wonderful player. Happy birthday, Roy. And on Cup Day yesterday... It was Kenny Rosewall's birthday, 23 <laughs> tennis majors, eight grand slams, and tomorrow is the birthday of my friend Faye Muller, born in Laidley in Queensland, who with Daphne Seney, made the final of the Wimbledon women's doubles. What I'll miss most about Alan Mill is his amazing way of ending a discussion professionally. Damien Chute, no Britannia, OK, good, good on you. Stop it. Stop it.
1: <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> And we'll leave you with his final words.
0: Which brings me to the thought for the night. Haile Selassie was the emperor of Ethiopia. <laughs> and it's his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more of the tea right after this. It's,
3: it's pop star time. Harry Styles has helped a fan with a special moment. Lisa, she's
2: got-
1: Voyage dropped at midnight. A bar has banned. <laughs> the Mariah Carey song, All I Want for Christmas. There we go. In the Book of Boba Fett will premiere. The 25th Festival. Festival.
0: I'm very excited. Yeah. Well, it's been another huge week in the world of arts and entertainment. Here to share her personal highlights is our cultural correspondent from No Bear Fair Affair, Mel Tresino. Yeah. What,
5: what have you been watching this week, Mel? Oh, Mel, what haven't I been watching? <laughs> <laughs> The cheap seats.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, the segment's long enough with the shows you have been watching, so we don't have time for all the shows you haven't been watching, but what have you been watching?
5: Well, I've missed the first two segments of this show because I've been in the green room watching Parental Guidance. There's Jan and his wife. Jan's amazing. He plays with her. He really spends every second with her, undivided attention. I'm not that kind of a mum. I will stick a pencil in my eye if she says, Mum, can you play Barbies? with no. no?
2: <laughs> <laughs> So,
5: so that method's good cop, terrifying cop.
0: I think Mark McGowan volunteered, though, so it was a nice, <laughs> it was a nice touch.
5: Uh, my favourite parents on the show are the attachment-style parents, not because of the technique, but mostly for moments like this. Raffi, I want you to have some alone time. Raffi! Raffi, do not kick that once more. Please, please, please. We don't be angry. We don't be violent. Do you want
0: a dinged car that looks really wonky and bonbon?
1: Sounds like an honest used car salesman. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm thinking,
5: bring out that pencil. <laughs> For anyone asking what attachment style parenting is, I'll let Lara explain. We ready to try this together? Take a deep breath. We are about attachment parenting, which means you don't need to push them before they're ready. Push with your toes?
2: Yes, Jaya! <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, she, she's going to need attachment dentistry. Um, <laughs> she's going
1: to
5: I'm not sold on whiplash parenting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, little Paulini is fine. Uh, she's fine. She's fine. <laughs>
5: And it turns out that car is a little bomb-bomb. So that's, that's <laughs> that. Uh, the Goggleboxers were also watching Parental Guidance this week with some interesting reactions.
2: We are the nouveau French parents.
5: What is French parenting?
2: It's respecting the child like we would respect an adult.
5: What about Lebanese parenting? Big cup and a thong thrown at your head. And Greeks, because <laughs> we bash our kids.
0: <laughs> what, um, what's New Zealand parenting like?
1: Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Mel, you're Italian? What's Italian parenting like?
5: Similar to the Greeks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Over on Foxtel, the rural housewives continue to delight. Sadly, not all the best moments are caught on camera, like when Cherry had a head injury.
4: I did have mild concussion, so I had a general anaesthetic yesterday and I've got stitches and it actually went down into the muscles so it's really quite sore. Had you been drinking before this injury, Cherry? This was like at 9 o'clock in the morning. So, yes. (laughs) She was driving that bumper car.
0: (laughs) The paramedics had to stem the flow of Botox. It was (laughs) was a a deadly scene.
5: Uh, What I love about the ladies is their work ethic. Uh, Here they are taking a well-deserved break from sitting at dinner.
4: Oh, my God, how much do we need this? We need this Love. so much.
5: <laughs> and we can't recap Real Housewives without discussing the Janet Kyla drama. Mm. But, promisingly, <laughs> did you disagree? Well,
0: I've, I've got a lot of strong feelings about this. <laughs> <I
5: can tell.
1: laughs> Sorry, no.
5: Promisingly, this week, we saw a softer side to Janet, who sat down to talk it over with Kyla.
4: The truth is important to me and what I'm really upset about is it
1: you think I'm lying? Oh, I can't do this. Oh, <laughs> good chat.
5: Good chat. It felt like a, like a reenactment of Scomo and Macron. <laughs> Let's talk the block. It was the massive finale Sunday night. We finally found out who took the infamous photo. Danielle.
4: did you take the photograph?
5: Yes, I did. Yeah, I took the photograph.
0: She was hoping to edit herself out by dressing as a green screen. It almost worked. It almost worked.
5: (laughs) That took 12 weeks, by the way. 12 weeks for that storyline. I mean, what can we say? Still going. Oh, fuck me sideways. (laughs) Well said. Catch on the act, join in. (laughs) And of course with the end of the block it's the end of my two favorite twins Luke and Josh. As you know I love their twin like ability to be the same person as we saw on Sunday. We don't, we don't know what we we're, were doing.
0: It's it's beyond words. No, thought it was a joke. We thought, okay, yeah, we we thought, thought it was a, a joke. Yeah, we
1: thought it was
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. You nervous? Very,
1: Very nervous. nervous match. Oh. oh, oh it, was.
0: It, was it was worth it. Worth it. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> so are then, we going to make
2: 100% the, the
0: truth? The cheating scandal. I'll miss you boys. You should see them doing a poem with Alan Jones. It's (laughs) it's incredible. It's incredible.
5: It's a Big Brother VIP now where we saw a rather emotional moment when Ali talked about the loss of her father and how he wouldn't be there to walk her down the aisle. It's just... It's just going to... I have a question. Yeah.
1: Could I walk you down the aisle? If you want to. Yes, I would love that. I would gladly do that. So
2: oh,
0: that's, sweet. So that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's so that sweet. That's actually. Glad really, they do that.
2: Yeah. That's actually really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna
5: make me cry. I didn't get my. I cheated on my husband. <laughs> 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 Kaylin, Kaylin, offered to walk her to the annulment. So, oh, that was, <laughs> yeah, that's so
2: lovely. Really uh,
4: touching.
5: The housemates also complained about the food situation in the house. This
4: is all we've got, Big Brother.
5: Seriously, telling you. Do you know what that actually is? It's just off milk. Tasteless
1: and sour. I, was, I thought tasteless and sour was the casting call for... <laughs> know,
0: <laughs> well, Caitlin very kindly offered to walk her down the dairy aisle, which was a lovely, a lovely gesture.
5: I also don't think that's how product placement is supposed to work. But okay. And here on 10, the doghouse continues to surprise me. Uh, this week, we met Mercedes and Jason. And how long
3: have you guys lived together? Uh, nearly two years, been flatmates.
5: Oh, so flatmates? Yeah. yeah. So there's no romantic uh, attachment here? No.
1: No? no? <laughs> <laughs> I like how he looked to chick. He's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was going to say, seeing two adults so close with such little chemistry, uh, <laughs> like looking in a mirror.
5: <laughs> uh, they, of course, came to the shelter in search of a dog, but it's the furniture that seemed to impress.
2: Animal welfare, Lake New South Wales. Oh, wow, this is leather. Maybe need one of these at home. I yeah. <laughs> comfy, comfy, uh...
5: Comfy couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Am I going to turn the dog into a couch? <laughs> uh, I think I found my favourite new dating show. It's from the UK. It's called The Love Trap. Take a look.
2: David, who do you think
4: is a love trap?
1: <laughs> I'm just,
2: I'm
5: just checking. That's not how you're going to end my segment. I was
0: going to say the producer's about to do that to me in a minute. So
5: on that would you please thank Mel Jacina? <laughs>
0: You're watching The Cheap Seats. You're
1: going to take us around the sporting globe. Would you please welcome to the desk Mr Titus Titus O'Reilly. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Well, this just happened today. So this is sort of breaking, which is Dylan Alcott's announced he's going to retire from tennis after he wins the Australian Open in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing with him. You can... He was so consistent. And this is why I'm sad he's retiring, because he was the only reliable thing in
0: my life.
2: (laughs) <laughs> um, so it's, it's really...
0: I'm emotional that you've brought breaking news to this segment.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: only,
0: what, taking 17 weeks?
3: Um, now, he's going to retire, and it means he'll be doing more of this. <laughs> so not that different from playing tennis, really.
2: He
0: is an absolute champion. Well done, Jella. Oh, it's not good spilling it like that, though. It's expensive beer, VB. Yeah. Uh, have you got an announcement about your future?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, there is not,
3: There is not a future. Uh, now, the Melbourne Cup was on uh, last week on Channel 10, and it's an emotional race, um, at least it seemed to be when very elegant trainer Chris Waller addressed the media. He's so overwhelmed.
2: Yeah, you look after them, and they really look after you, and... They're amazing animal to work with. And I'm very lucky to be uh, in the
0: position I am.
1: Oh. He seemed more like he was just about to sneeze. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was understandably upset. He had money on rise. So it's been a tough week for Chris.
3: Uh, now, my favourite sports story of the year, It started start of the year, and Poster was appointed to Celtic Football Club. <laughs>
1: so you've gone from breaking news to January. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: you know, it's...
3: I, I don't see time. It's, yeah. it's an infinite loop I think, for I me. think
0: we've got a clip of Farlap coming up. <laughs> um, can we get to that?
3: Uh, anyway, he was appointed at the start of the year, Celtic Football Club and at the time the club was in shambles and he was appointed and it was met like this.
0: I'm not sure I want to read this out to be honest. Is this a wind-up? I think we might have to see. Uh, uh, breaking news coming out of Scotland here. Celtic have applied for exemption with UEFA for Yokohama Marino's boss uh, Pustacou- was it Kuglu, <laughs> to manage in Europe. It does not hold the required UEFA pro licence. Oh, this has got to be a wind-up.
2: No. Dear, oh dear. What do you think?
0: Oh, he'd be a great manager. <laughs> <sighs>
2: huh? Where did, where, did <laughs> they, where did they come up with these guys from? <laughs> Honestly, I shouldn't wallow in your despair, but I'm loving every minute of it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm loving every minute of
0: it. Just what I love about that is he's doing eye rolls on radio. (laughs) (laughs) Not the medium. It's feel like when we forget we're on TV. Yeah, Uh,
3: come like now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, since then, you know, Ange's righted the ship. He's got the Celtic playing terrifically well. They're second on the ladder. They keep winning, Um, and it's totally changed the tune, quite literally, of the fans. <laughs> Imagine thinking, I'm going to work pasta coglu into a song. It's a lyrical name. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Uh, now, to cricket, we know the T20 World Cup's still on. And of course, Mark. the 2021
0: one or the 1984?
3: <laughs> I think it started somewhere in the Tudor era. <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> it does feel like it's been on forever. Um, Mark Waugh is still dazzling us with his analysis at the moment. You've
0: got to get it inside, what, 10 overs, we're oh,
3: What, 73? Uh, 10 overs, maximum.
0: Eight
3: overs. Eight overs. Eight. eight, 12 to 76 when I went to school, so... Hang on. Eight overs. It's actually
0: 96, so I dispute <laughs> the fact <laughs> he went to school. Or, or where you went to school, XCVI. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't think it's good that we watched that and we didn't know if he was wrong.
3: No. <clears throat> I it was like watching Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind when you could just see the numbers swirling around <laughs> his head. Now, my favourite one this week was swimmer Kyle Chalmers. He gave us some insight into how he prepares for a race.
0: Given Chalmers spends over two hours shaving every inch of his body before each race. And I'm very OCD with it. You know, I don't want to have one hair on my body. So once I've started, then
3: I start looking with my torch on my phone, making sure I can't see any more hairs. I'm very similar f- preparing <laughs> for this show. But I'm a bit like the Sydney Arbor Bridge. Once I finish, I have to start immediately again. There's a reason you wear the hat. <laughs> um...
1: Ironically, he was beaten by a Brazilian. So oh, that's, <crazy>.
3: Uh, speaking of your body, the AFL has banned That's a type...
2: My ty- body? Oh, not <laughs> <laughs> specifically.
3: <laughs> HR said I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of bodies, the AFL's banned a type of test for AFL draftees this year.
0: Andrew, this has become a big discussion point amongst clubs. This trade period, 7 News can reveal, a couple of months ago, the AFL officially banned skin fold tests.
3: Now, this is when they go on various parts of your body and pinch it and measure how much... Skin fold, you've got. Remember that meeting we had with the Bondi vet? Well, <laughs> oh, no.
2: oh, it's all coming back to Just me now. So, okay, so yes.
3: they've banned it because of fat shaming. They've said it fat
0: oh, shames wow. the players. So well, apparently, Dipper has nominated for the
3: draft.
2: So. <laughs> well, that's if they
3: get rid of the fitness
0: and the footballing
3: yeah. tests, what I'm else in. is
2: there?
3: Uh, to American sport, we all know the US have enormous difficulties with their education system. Uh, this clip from college football proves it's worse than we thought. We
0: got an animal on the field, by the way, behind the USC office. Defensive line that pass as Slovis was hit again, incomplete. I, I don't know if that's a cat or. <laughs> I think uh, that, it's
2: like a fox. That, that is not a cat. That is, that not, is not a cat. cat.
3: <laughs> You're like, the guy knows two animals. <laughs> it's a 50 50 chance. I went for it. Uh, the NBA is the pinnacle of basketball, and it certainly showed this week. It was this layup. In the lane, no good. Jokic bats it out. Bounces forward. The steal.
5: And Porter's
3: going to take it in. Oh, oh, that's me after every social interaction after lockdown. <laughs> then James Harden, one of the best players in the world, forgot how basketball actually works.
2: standing in front, ball gets away. What is that? <laughs> he had a
3: Yeah, it's like you in a production meeting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, then we have this moment from Joel Embiid. You think or not? Right?
0: Oh, he just touched. Yeah, he, I mean, he was a And watch He actually right? misses. He wow.
3: Now, they say in life you beat yourself, which was certainly the case this week when Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills played against Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: Allen hit from behind! And there it is! A sack for Josh Allen against Josh Allen. Bills trying to pick it up. They can't. <laughs> Intercepting, Josh Allen! <laughs> <laughs> On
0: that note, would you please thank Mr. Tyus O'Reilly! Our very special guest is standing by.
1: And speaking of guests, this week Rachel Griffiths forgot she was on here. Oh wow! Thanks, and Rachel. congratulations Thank on you. it all, Rachel. Yeah. Did you well, see any? Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's coming. Yeah. Oh, we're still so were on are you know? independence? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. oh what, no! What did I say? Oh
0: no. <laughs> that was us with Titus five minutes ago. <laughs>
1: News Breakfast, and this week they were celebrating Diwali, the Festival of Light. On uh, the darkest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere, millions of Indian families illuminate their houses and the streets in celebration of Diwali, the Festival of...
2: (laughs)
0: Eden was talking about yeah. the darkest... Oh, they lied that. <laughs>
1: oh, Gotta love method reporting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just in time for the Festival of Origin Energy, um, <laughs> which is a wonderful time of year. Well, if the T20 World Cup continues, and you know your sport is a little boring when even the commentators can't stay focused. It's flying around the outfield.
2: Isn't that incredible? <laughs> the beauty of this earth that we live on. <laughs> I thought it was a cricket ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Getting into astronomy midway through, but...
0: Mark Wall my... then tried to calculate the distance to the moon. It was, <laughs> in, it was incredible to me. Well, look, the sport this week has got people talking about their health. Concussion remains a touchy subject. I'm not sure... Um, I'm not sure about... I'm
1: not sure about
0: my own
3: con- concussions. I, I don't think I've... I, don't, I haven't... I may have been concussed.
0: <laughs> Marnus, what are eight twelves? Forget about it.
1: It's getting down to the wire in the T20 World Cup. Outstanding
4: cricket. I'm all excited. Excellent bar New dealer. England know just one way they go home. An increase in intensity from Pakistan. Excellent from Australia. I believe that is what they call a hiding. Australia is through to the T20 World Cup semi-finals. Bang, bang, bang.
0: Coming to us from Auckland, would you please welcome to the Cheap Seats Sky Sports broadcaster, Laura McGoldrick. <laughs> hello,
2: hello. Good evening.
1: Laura, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a month of T20 cricket. You've covered it all for Sky Sports. How are you finding the tournament?
4: Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to having some sleep. Um, the matches here start at 11pm New Zealand time and 3am New Zealand time. Um, so you actually just don't really sleep if you can't get yourself together to go to bed between, you know, 5.30 and 6 at night. Um, and then wake up at 11 for the game. I can't do that. I've got two kids. So I'm looking forward to the sleep. I really am. Uh, but the tournament's been great, so I've really enjoyed it.
0: We'll, we'll be honest, we caught you dozing off during Seg 4. Lauren, so. but glad <laughs> yeah, we could no, help.
4: sorry. I'd seen that one before, so I just, yeah... <laughs> Kiwis we're in we're in the semi-final what's the mood like back home well I don't know because we're in lockdown so I haven't been out of the house (laughs) so I think everyone's okay um but no I think um from everything I could gauge um from people on my phone uh seem to be really pumped for it we really need this to sort of get us through these hopefully last couple of weeks that we are in uh in lockdown here in Auckland particularly so it's been good I think people are really excited um, we have some feelings about the fact that we're taking on England in the city final. We have some feelings about what happened in 2019 as well. Um, none more so than myself. So, um, look, we've got... There are feelings. There
0: are well, a lot of feelings. Well, no-one's got stronger feelings about that than my co-host, Mel Bracewell. It's
1: true. I, uh, well, I genuinely I did watch I did watch that. Essentially it was a, a quote-unquote
4: draw, but that was bullshit. Right, Laura? Yeah, they've draw. Yeah, no, um, no-one should win on a boundary count. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, <laughs> (laughs) so yeah no i'm over it um what is it what year is it 2021 it's fine like i'll be fine uh,
0: (laughs) i don't know if you saw titus's segment but the year is actually 1983. (laughs) (laughs) so we've moved on but have you got a highlight of the last few weeks of the tournament
4: oh i'd have to say probably the black caps win over india it was it was pretty conclusive we proved a point we announced ourselves on on the the world stage that was this tournament and now we're in the semi-final so i think that was the start of the build-up to this next match-up against England. Um, for me, that was a big highlight,
0: yeah. Absolutely. You proved yourself on the world stage. You beat a team that got knocked out in the first round. Oh, well yeah. done,
4: Laura. Oh. What a knockout blow that was. Come on, mate. India's quite good.
0: They, they quite, are good. quite... And then you beat Scotland as well. I mean, it's been an enormous success for oh. <laughs> New Zealand. It's
2: cricketing
4: powerhouses. Yep. Scotland
2: and Namibia. And, and in- Namibia.
4: And yes. Namibia. So and
2: Namibia.
1: Uh, you, you're married to Man Gupdal, who's the opener for the Black Caps. Um, what is your professional assessment of his World Cup so far? Pretty good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, he's been great. It's been awesome to watch. Um, he, You know, any time you go and represent your country on a world stage, he just loves it. So we're super excited for the, uh, the semi-final, as we all are. Although I can't wait for some sleep.
1: <laughs> it's thing you don't even like cricket. <laughs> 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 so... So, uh, Tim and I, you know, New Zealand versus Australia, what are the chances of there being a trans-Tasman final, do you reckon? Oh, I'd put the house on it. I'm
4: all for it. I absolutely think that that's what the final will be. So don't take my word for it, but maybe a little bit? I don't
0: know. I was going to say, once once you guys knocked out Namibia, it it was anyone's tournament, really, wasn't it?
4: (laughs) Mate, you lost a lot of cricket before you got to your semi final, so I would tread very <laughs> lightly around those black
1: caps. Uh, we can't let you go without a prediction. Who do you think is going to take out the trophy?
4: Don't be so silly, Mel. You know what I'm going to say it's the black caps all the way. Yeah, baby! <laughs> and uh, if you
0: want if you want that answer to go to air, Laura, have you got another prediction?
4: Um, <laughs> um,
2: do you think no, Australia might get over uh, the line?
4: Team, look, they're lovely. I like your captain. You've got a great captain, and Aaron Finch. Um, yep.
0: <laughs> well, I think we're losing the satellite. So would you please thank Laura McGoldrick?
4: Back
1: yeah. to Laura in the chief seats after this.
0: We're back. You're on the chief seats, and
1: it's time for viewer feedback. Yeah. If you have
0: any feedback for us? You can get in touch with us on our socials below.
1: Well, we got this lovely comment. Having trouble understanding what Mel and Tim are saying at times. I think it's funny. Lots of laughter. But who knows? <laughs> who knows?
0: <laughs> Big shout-out to our executive producer for that uh, <laughs> lovely, lovely comment.
1: Well, let's see what's coming up this week.
3: Let's have a look now at what's happening around our region
0: over the weekend with Chloe Robinson.
1: Thanks, guys. Disaster season is officially here.
2: Woo-hoo! <laughs> Woo!
0: Disaster season. Uh,
1: TGIF. Uh...
0: <laughs> that is my favourite. Rob Bruff, the hardest working man in news, with the hardest working eyebrows. Just a reminder, you can catch our news anytime on Seven Plus app or our page, 7news.com.au.
2: <laughs>
0: Even into the wink at the end.
2: <laughs> Hard to do.
1: Bridge to Brisbane run kicked off over the weekend and congratulations to the
5: winner. From Bridge to Brisbane to Bunnings. It's been a particularly busy day for this year's winner, Tim Vincent who had to race to work straight after blitzing the field. Wow.
1: He beat second place by 10%. <laughs> it was so incredible.
5: I wish
0: you'd have done that with eyebrows <laughs> <when> it, <was laughs> it. Just going back to that clip, that is Seven News Brisbane's Katrina Blowers, Mel. And I've been watching, I think there's something going on between her and reporter Ben Murray. All right, it started off friendly enough. And Ben Murphy joins
5: me live. Ben, hello.
0: Hello. Hello. (laughs) Then they got chatting. Queensland is expected to hit the 80% single-dose milestone on Tuesday.
5: Excellent. A big day. Thank you, Ben. Mm, Excellent. (laughs) Excellent.
0: (laughs) Ben is smitten and Katrina got a little flustered.
5: And ben, 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 sorry, ben Murphy joins me now. I'll get your name out in a second. <laughs> okay. S- spit it out today,
1: senior. Uh...
0: Then, though, they took things up a notch. Vaccinations have been going gangbusters this weekend. There'll no doubt be hopes the school's success can be replicated at surf clubs.
5: Gangbusters. We like that language. Thank you, Ben. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Ben. We like that language. Sadly, though, as quick as it came, I think it may be over.
5: Ben Murphy joins me in the studio now. And, Ben, you were told to talk to Queensland police.
0: Oh, dear.
5: (laughs) Oh, dear. Unwanted
0: advances. (laughs) What a love story. I
1: can't wait to see the recoupling. Uh, To ABC Breakfast with this discussion on monkeys with colourblind broadcaster Michael Rowland.
4: (laughs) 1970s, lion monkeys were on the verge of extinction and breeding programs have been launched to try and save them.
3: They are very cute. They are. They are very cute. Orange.
0: Yeah. Orange, yeah. I haven't seen an orange monkey.
2: That's,
0: that's the lion influence, I guess. Yes, yeah, that lion coming through, Michael, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good to get the support of your colleagues. You could laugh at some of my jokes. Uh...
1: I'm already trying.
0: <laughs> well, finally, Mel, a big guest on A Current Affair this week, one of Australia's greatest entrepreneurs, Dick Smith. Choppers, planes balloons, boats. Dick
3: Smith has ridden them all to the dickiest places on the planet. <laughs> the
0: dickiest places
1: on the planet? What
0: does that even
3: mean? Uh,
1: well, I think Koshy summed it up best. <laughs> and Dick Smith. We all love
0: Dick. We all love
1: Dick and that's our show. Good
0: on you. Stop it. Okay, we will. Okay,
1: Alright, all right, we'll see you next week right here in the Cheat Set. Yeah! Yeah!